and James and John outside the temple in Acts 3, when they healed the man who was crippled all of his life, remember what Peter said? Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give you. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And they asked him later on, and you know, what name have you done this? He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For there is no other name under heaven whereby men may be saved. Honestly, I could keep you here for quite a while longer just reading the scriptures about Jesus' name. That's what the battle is in America. You can say any other name, but that name. Why? What is so powerful about that name? Two thoughts tonight as we're here at the table. First of all, remember, an angel came and told Mary, and you shall call him Jesus, because he'll save his people from their sins. Remember? I want to, Holy Spirit, I ask you tonight to do something supernatural in us right now here at your table. Jesus is the human name of God. Yes, he's almighty God. He's El Shaddai. He's the Lord of hosts. He is all those things. Jesus is his human name. Jesus is the name that takes me, the door to bring me to God. There is going to be a day when you are going to stand before a man who will have a color eyes, he'll have a color hair, he'll have a complexion, he won't be 13 feet tall, he will be a man that you can relate to. Jesus, oh Father, help us. You just need to know the name of Jesus. He's, he is the Savior of human beings. He knows what it's like to be you tonight. As I prayed about tonight, I had some thoughts about, I felt there were people in here that just had memories they couldn't get past. Memories that keep coming back of words that were said, a, a difficult moment in a relationship, a doctor giving a, a, a diagnosis 
someone walking away from you. Jesus is the human touch you need and I need tonight. The devil always wants to separate us from God. Jesus is our human touch. He'll always be a high priest in heaven today who is a human being who knows everything that's going on inside of me right now tonight. He's the minister of the sanctuary in heaven and the mediator of the covenant and he ministers not just in heaven but he ministers in here where you and I live and walking into 2013 unless we know how the power of that name when I'm in trouble, when I'm depressed, when I feel rejected, when I'm when I feel hopeless. I believe even tonight that Jesus, your high priest, this is not just a table telling us what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. Jesus is holding up his blood even now in the sanctuary of heaven for you. Jesus was anointed to set captives free, to break the bonds, uh, to, to let prisoners free, to break the chains off of captives, to bring, to bring light into darkness, and he is anointed to do that tonight. He wasn't anointed to do it then, and now we have to just live life on our own. He is anointed tonight to set captives in this room free. He is anointed to heal tonight. He is the Christ, the anointed one. Nothing can take his anointing from him. Nothing. He is the human anointing of God for you and for me tonight. He's not only the human touch you need tonight. He's the exalted king of the universe tonight. All enemies are under his feet. He's ruling, not darkness, not depression, not all the things the devil wants to tell you. Jesus himself is ruling. And God put you in Christ and put Christ in you tonight. And how is the devil trying to separate you from Christ right now in your life? Tell you you're not worthy? There are people in this room, I believe God showed me, that can't get over a sin in their life. They've gone to God and they've confessed and they've confessed, but they still can't get over the guilt that they could possibly have done such a thing. Tonight, God says to you, I am Jesus. I am anointed to set captives free. It is not spiritual to deny Jesus what he paid the price to do. The minister of the sanctuary within you. What is your guilt tonight? so guilty about? What is your shame tonight?
anybody ever knew Jesus, your high priest, your human God, may I say. Yes, he's fully God, but he's fully human too. God knew that you, you and I could never touch him. Why is there such a battle against Christianity? There's no other religion that God came in the form of man to touch us when we couldn't touch him. Everything else is me trying to be good enough, me trying to get to him. But God, God came in the form of a man to come to me. There's nothing I can't tell him. There's nothing he will not understand, this high priest. A high priest must be taken among men. That's what Hebrews tells us. Do you want to sit down and tell your shame and your guilt to somebody? Some Pharisee who has it all together? You can tell Jesus anything. You can tell him your worst of your worst. He knows all about it. And because he's enthroned, he's sitting down, his work is done. There's not another thing he needs to do to set you and I free. He's come, to, he's come to fill us and empower us. Next week, we're going to talk about the empowering of the Holy Spirit. We need it in our lives. We need the power of his spirit, but we also need the filling of his spirit. We need to know. I don't know. Tomorrow, whatever happens in the office, wherever you may be, Whatever hits you, you just need the name of Jesus. My human connection, my human God, may I say? The one who gets it, he understands me. He's in the throne holding his blood, in the sanctuary holding his blood up for you. There's nothing more he needs to do. This blood that we're going to tonight, that we're going Let it just be a cup on a table about 2,000 years ago. Jesus is his human name. That's why when we pray in the name of Jesus, he gave us the name to use. Now when Father sees him, he sees us. He sees all the humanity he put into Jesus. All those that accept him and, and believe into Jesus. That's who the Father sees. You're not who you think you are. His one job is to make you feel unworthy. You're just not one of those people that Jesus loves. You're just not one of those people Jesus needs. He'll do anything, float any lie. What is the lie you're believing? Something you did earlier in your life you can't get past? is his table.
we ask you tonight. Well, Father, we begin by thanking you tonight for this table where you sat with ordinary men, people like us. Maybe Peter was fighting with his wife. Maybe John and James had a words before they walked in. You understand the likes of humanity. You lived. You came. You show us your nail scars. You came in that form of a baby in Bethlehem. Jesus, the most precious name. The most precious name there will ever be the most precious name to sinners like us in this room tonight, Lord. So right now, you keep your eyes closed, but right now, if you're one of those people who has a memory that you just can't get past, Lord Jesus, you are the liberator of captives. You are the redeemer of sinners. You are the high priest in heaven. You are the you are the anointed of God and you are still anointed tonight to liberate and to set free and to heal and you're in this room lord longing 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 your spirit is here you've done it all and your spirit has been released now to make it real in our lives Lord, we just, we just speak to all doubt and unbelief. You told us to speak to the mountain and cast it into the sea. We speak to all doubt and fear and unbelief in this room and command it to go into the sea tonight. And Lord, right now, in your name, I just speak healing into the hearts of your people. Father, where there are memories... Lord, walk into that memory and show that you were there and that your love and your power is greater than anything that happened at that moment in our lives. Walk into that memory and embrace your child tonight, oh God. Where a husband walked out, Lord, where a, a friend betrayed Walk in, Lord, into that moment. You were there. We just didn't know it. Walk into that moment now, Jesus, and reveal your hug. Re embrace your son, your daughter. Release them. In the name of Jesus tonight, I speak release to every captive in this room tonight that is captive to a memory, a painful memory. Lord Jesus, you're the minister of the sanctuary in our hearts. Lord, I just ask you that you will go to those places and set captives free tonight. Lord, where there's guilt over a sin we can't get past, I speak release tonight to the captive right now in the name of Jesus. Where there is shame, oh God, we speak release tonight in the name of Jesus. And we put that shame under our feet in, the, in that precious name. And say that we'll no longer 
rule over me that will no longer speak louder than the blood and body of Jesus Christ. Father, where the devil has sowed his lies, where there's a deep sense of self-hatred and unworthiness, I speak to that in the name of Jesus and command it to go in Jesus' name. Lord, we loose into this room a revelation of who we are in you, the beloved of God, the justified of God, being sanctified by your Spirit. You said you're going to prepare a place for us. We are yours. Lord, we reject and resist. Lord, we refuse any lie in this community against our worthiness in Christ Jesus tonight. And we speak it into every home and every brother and sister that's here tonight and not here tonight. We ask you, Lord, for such a revelation to flow into us and out from us of the, of the amazing love and grace that's ours in, our, in that precious and uh, that name of Jesus, the name of our liberator, the name of our redeemer, the name of our healer. Lord, we speak healing to our bodies tonight in that name, oh God. We speak healing, Father, emotional healing, physical healing, mental healing for depression, Father. Lord, we just speak to depression tonight in the name of Jesus and command it to go. Command it to go in the name of Jesus. Father, where Satan is lying to us about other people, where he's building a case and building strongholds in our minds and our hearts against one another, we reject it tonight through the blood of the Lamb and we command, we command Satan to stop talking into our, we close our ears to every lie from hell. Guard us, Lord. You're our protector through your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Protect us from the lies of the evil one. Protect this community. Protect the church on Long Island, Father. Lord Jesus, thank you for this table. Thank you for your broken body. Oh, Lord, let us never take the table again without believing you to do something in us. As we begin this 2013, oh, God, don't let the devil separate us from you in our minds, in our hearts. Thank you for your blood, Lord. Thank you for the work right now your blood is doing in our hearts. Father, Father, glorify Jesus tonight. We pray at this table as we receive it now. We loose miracles in this room. We lose faith in this room. And we thank you in advance for what you're about to do. In the name of Jesus. Last row is going to start coming up.
help yourself to the table that Jesus set for you. Jesus, the human name of God. Come and touch your high priest tonight. Come and believe him for a miracle. Do it, Lord. There's no name as sweet as your name. We don't have to remember a long prayer. We just have to name the name of Jesus when we're in trouble. Oh, tonight, Lord, cover us under your wings tonight. Father, let every person that comes to this table sense and feel your love for them, your understanding of where they are, who they are right now. This, this moment of their lives. You've come to take their cares. You've come to reveal yourself in a greater way in 2013 than they have ever known you. Lord, you desire to use them in all new ways in 2013. Lord, let evangelists go out from this place in 2013. Oh, let there be prophets and teachers in the house, oh God. Oh God, Father, oh Lord Jesus, for each person coming to this table, this new year, this new land that you've given them. Oh Lord, you said every place the sole of your foot treads, it's been given to you. Give us faith to put our feet down, oh God, in the land of 2013 and say, this is mine. Jesus already paid the price for me to live here. I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting my foot down for peace. I'm putting my foot down for self-control. I'm putting my foot down to have his love flow through me like a river. I put my foot down to live in the love and grace of God. I put my foot down. No addiction will rule over me. No sin will rule over me. Jesus' history is my history. I was crucified when he was. He was raised and he raised me as well. He raised me to new life. Father, I speak new life over every brother and sister that's coming to this table. You said you came to give us life and give it more abundantly. And that life is your life, your very life within us. Let that river rise in us tonight, oh God. You have given us victory over all of our enemies. Oh, Father, let your church rise. Let us rise to be the church. Let us rise in the power of your resurrection. Let us rise in the power of your ascension, O oh God. 
We declare, we declare over this country that Jesus Christ is Lord. We declare it over this globe, for you are Lord over every country. You're the ruler of the universe, but you're still Jesus, my human connection. The one who sat with children, comforted the adulteress caught in adultery. The one who stood up for her. The one who sat with sinners and publicans and murderers and thieves because you're the human part of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the name of Jesus. At that name, every knee is going to bow. We look at stadiums filled with fans at a football game, and we see them all get up and do the wave. And you look across a whole stadium, and you see the wave just floating. There's going to be a day when every knee shall bow, and we'll see every human being get down on their knees and bow before the king of the universe. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But we have the amazing honor to be ambassadors and to carry that name on this earth. All that news report about Benghazi because an ambassador was killed. He was on foreign territory and they took him down. We are on foreign territory and we are ambassadors of the Most High. And he has given us everything we need. We need the name of Jesus. No wonder there's such an attack and you'll be happy to know if you haven't read your email yet when Pastor Joe spoke at the town council last night he ended his prayer in the name of Jesus Christ amen 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 my brothers and sisters that have been asked to come and pray will you come up now as we enter 2013 we want to present before the Lord we want to start, give, we, we are fasted today. We fasted because we're telling God he, we want him to have first place in January, first place in this year, first place in our lives, no second place. And I pray that fasting on Wednesday becomes just a natural part of the community. Fasting and prayer are an atomic bomb. They're rebellion against status quo. They are God's prescription. They are God's prescription for power. And so what we've decided to do is to 
just present to God as this year opens our concerns. And we're starting with, uh, we've asked Dana to pray about our relationship with him, the first priority of our lives in 2013. No, I'm good. Lord, our greatest desire is that you are our greatest desire. We know that the things of this world don't, will not satisfy our soul or our heart's longings. Your word tells us that we should pray for a spirit of wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of you so that we could know the magnitude of your love. You show us that power through, you show us your power through your word, your miracles and revelation, but you also desire that we know your ways and your heart. How can it be that our God desires that we actually understand him, your mercy, your tender mercy, your patience, your kindness are unexplainable to us. Your attention to details astounds us. You actually pay attention to our silly problems, even when our feelings are hurt and we're, and we're discouraged. Instead of telling us to get over it, you meet us with compassion and you lead us out of our situations. When you designed man, you left that space that only your presence can fill. And that place grows within us more as, and more as we get to know you. Lord, your love is a consuming fire. Lord, we want to tell you tonight that we welcome you. We want to know you more. We want to know that we want to know you more than, than we really have words to say. We need your presence. Help us tonight to hear you more clearly, to see you more visibly, and mostly to understand. Um, may, may your ways become our ways. May we hate the things you hate. May we love the things you love. And Lord, we just want to be your faithful servants. Open our hearts, Lord, to receive your love tonight. We just thank you, Lord. And we, and we end that in the name of Jesus, that precious name. permission to read two short prayers um, before I pray. The first one is um, by George Washington, and the second one is by Billy Graham. George Washington prayed in 1783, Almighty God, we make our earnest prayer that that will keep the United States in thy holy protection, that that will incline the hearts of the citizens to cultivate a spirit of subordination and obedience to the, to the government and entertain a brotherly affection of love for one another and for their fellow citizens of the United States at large. And finally, that will most gracious be pleased to dispose of us all to do justice, to love mercy, and to clothe ourselves with the charity, humility, and placid temper of mind that were the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion. And without a, a humble um, imitation, of, the, of these examples of things, we could never hope to be a, ha a happy nation. Grant our supplication, we beseech thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 250 years later, Billy Graham prayed, Our Father and our God, we praise you for your goodness to our nation, giving us blessings far beyond what we deserve. Yet we all know it is not right with America. We deeply need a moral and spiritual renewal 
to help us meet the many problems we face. Convict, of, convict us of sin. Help us to turn to you in repentance and faith. Set your feet on the path of righteousness and peace. We pray today for our nation's leaders. Give them the wisdom to know what is right and the courage to do it. You have said, blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. May this be a new era for America as we humble ourselves and acknowledge you alone as our Savior and Lord. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. And Lord, I, I just do want to pray for the country. I pray for the president, the safety of the president, the vice president, our Congress, all the way down to our, our uh, local council who Joe prayed in front of yesterday. We pray for their safety, but Lord, we pray for the wisdom for them to make the right decisions. We pray for humility for them, that they would know that they're not governing us, but they're serving us. And they're serving you, Lord. And we pray, Lord, for integrity in Washington and in, and in New York and in Long Island and the rest of the country. Lord, have your way in the Oval Office. Have your way in Congress and in the town halls across this country. Lord, we, we are so blessed not of our choosing, but you've put us in this time and in this spot. What a wonderful country you've put us in. But as Billy Graham prayed, that such a, so many terrible things going on. We need your revival, Lord, starting in Washington. In your name, amen. Perfect segue. Um, Lord, convict us. We ask your conviction over your body, over your bride, Father. And as Ted was talking about um, uh, about our, our founding father, Lord, uh, I just got such a picture beforehand of Paul Revere, Lord, that the conviction, Lord, to, to go out, Lord, to be and do what he was called to do, Father. And, Lord, you are not tame. And like a wild horse, Father, you are taking us and calling us out. There is no way to sleep on you, Father. Lord, we ask that the Christians in, in this country, Lord, that, that the brothers and sisters, that your bride, Lord, would so awaken, Father. Convict our hearts, Lord Jesus, in repentance. Convict our hearts, Lord Jesus, for, to, for prayer, Father, for revival, Lord. Not, not, not just for our own lives, Lord, but for our communities, Lord, for our country, Lord Jesus. You've called us on a mission, Lord. We're not, we're not to just go through life lackadaisical, Lord, but you've called us to be awake and alert and to let our light shine, Lord, and to proclaim your gospel, Lord, and be the light in the darkness, Lord Jesus. And we ask right now, right now Lord, that you would revive your bride, Father, that you would revive your bride, Lord Jesus. And that you would have your way in this time, Lord, in this community right now, Lord Jesus. We speak it over this community. We speak it over City on a Hill. We speak it over us individually and collectively and corporately, Lord Jesus. That we are not dead and that we would not be asleep, Lord, at a time such as this. Speak loudly, Father, to your brethren, to your children. Lord, that we would be awake. We just thank you, Father. We thank you for what it is that you're bringing, Lord. And we're saying yes to it. We're saying yes to revival in our own hearts. Right here, starting with us, starting with me. We're saying yes, Lord. Revive me. Wake me up. In Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for the church in 2013. We praise you, Father, for your great power and wisdom. We are church, the immense collection of frail humanity. We are the body of Christ on earth. 
Father, we thank you that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now inhabits each of us with the same resurrection power. We are a part of your loving body. Lord Jesus, we ask that you fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit and open our eyes of faith so that we might understand, not just in theory, but in day-to-day living, what it means to be part of your body. Teach us to think your thoughts, to see with your eyes, to hear with your ears, to live and move and have our very existence in you. Father, we don't want an easy discipleship. We don't want to serve you as long as we are comfortable and secure. Draw us out of our recliners and our comfortable church seats and launch us into the matchless adventure of spiritual pilgrimage. Teach us that our journey can only begin when we are willing to abandon everything and wholeheartedly follow you. We thank you, Father, that you have not left your church defenseless. Rather, you have called us to the battleground of prayer and have fully equipped us for the task. We ask that you strengthen us each day to carry forward the gospel of Jesus Christ as we wage war against the evil one. Teach us to pray and to persevere. And as the dust settles each after each victory, may we be found standing our ground, prepared for the next round of battle. Thank you, Father, that you continue each day to carry us forward in this mission of your church. Thank you, Father, that you promise to finish what you have started. May we arise and shine in these final days and in the power of your name and for the glory of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd ask you to uh, participate as we pray for our children and families. And uh, my, my direction on this as far as we're coming against a spirit of darkness that is over our children, over our homes. And, sorry, sorry, trying, yes. And we need to bring the kids into the church In a sense, I felt in my spirit that, Lord Jesus, that you're ready to bring them in. Not that they just show up, but they really come in and be a part. And what you're doing in this church and in the churches surrounding us on this island and in this country. We come, Lord Jesus, for an awareness to take place, that an awareness of revival in the young people, that they would would have leaders raised up in this time, that they're they're not going to surprise them, Lord Jesus. Surprise the parents. Give them the fortitude to stand and not fall into the traps of compromising. That when the situations come upon us, Lord Jesus, that we as parents can say, no, we're not going that way. We're not giving in to the pressures. We're coming to you, Lord Jesus, because there's a strategy that is heavenly bound. And we're calling in that strategy tonight, Lord Jesus. A strategy that is from heaven. Not something we're trying to figure out. But Lord, we ask your way that we would have courage to stand against the temptations. And the resilience to come against the system. The system that tells our children how they have to come through different things. The changes and all the things that surround them. Lord Jesus, will you awaken them? in this time. Awaken them, Lord. 
Give him a desire to know you has been spoken tonight at this table. It's all Jesus. And they, Lord Jesus, I, I feel that they need to understand that they can come in. And we pray light into the households that will overcome in a continuing way, Lord Jesus, the darkness that surrounds, the, the pitfalls, the things that might be sin, that we would have the courage to toss it out in our homes, Lord Jesus. Anything that we've compromised with, we're asking your intervention tonight, Lord Jesus, and that this strategy will take over, Lord, and will produce fruit that when the children come in, specifically here, Lord Jesus, that they would not just come in and take up a seat. They would become part of church. We ask, Lord Jesus, by your Spirit, from the youngest to the oldest, that they would understand church. They would have a new feeling for it. A new, a new uh, itch for it. That they would have to come forward. They, they would have an excitement to come to church, Lord Jesus. That all of us as parents stay in the mark and saying, you have to go to church. You have to come. There would be a newness, Lord. We believe that and we come to you tonight, Lord Jesus, that you're hearing this petition. And that that intervention will take place, Lord Jesus. We expect a change to occur on our young people. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Before we leave, we have a wonderful song that we're just going to, we're going to put up that video right now, that YouTube video, and we would like you to just sit and listen and enjoy the song and be blessed. Amen. Oh, yeah, and there's some sheets for you to take home on your way out. What was it I put on those sheets again? Oh, yeah, this is a, this is a, a treasure you're getting, a treasure. It is from the book uh, Prayer Ministry of the Church by Watchman Nee, and this is a short little part of a chapter that will change your life and my life will change this community. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not throwing words around. If we would get this portion that, that I'm handing out tonight from our brother Nee, it would, it would change a life. It would change a life. I challenge you to live with and pray over and read this chapter. Do it as husbands and wives together and and do what it says. Speaking to mountains, you'll be so filled with faith. Yes. Why don't you do that, sweetie? Pastor Joe, twist it up. I twisted on the ice, but I'm all right. It's coming back. Nothing I don't know how to handle. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Today we, uh, we had a uh, reopening of uh, the superintendent of the Longwood School District, uh, Dr. Michael Lonigan, And uh, Dan Nolan, I don't think Dan's here, Karen, uh, Joanne, Mary, uh, you observed what was going on today. And there was such a direction. And one of the opening statements the superintendent made to me was, we're hearing everything you are doing with all of the people that have been helped. And they're so open to us 
as a church and the strategy that we can prepare together to overcome some of the areas in this community that is so transient and so multicultural that has so many pitfalls. A year and a half ago, two years ago, I asked him pointedly today, I said, what, what's the new number of the homeless children? Two years ago, short of two years, it was 350. It's now 470 in this district. And those are the ones that are registered that we know about. So I, I just need to say, let's hold up the work in this new year as far as reaching out with food, clothing, every way we can. There's a tremendous need going on, and I believe it's going to continue to grow. We're working on getting the social workers to help us from the school district, and they are fully cooperative with what resources they have. So we look ahead. If any of you are looking to mentor or volunteer, you just let us know. Amen. Amen. Mary, we ready to go? God, I look to you. What a better way to close this prayer meeting in January as we look at, as we look at 2013. That's our confession, Lord. We're looking to you.